And of course, we're looking for any type of surgical masks or gloves, anything that you can get your hands on, get in touch with us, get them to us, and we will get them to the people that need them the most. And uh, we're going to try to keep everything going for you. Darren McCarty here every day at 4 o'clock to bring you 25 on 19 as well. It's what you're doing with your life. We just talked to Freddie the Pizza Man, what he's doing to survive and what he's doing to help people. He's staying open so people can get some food. And and he's got good, fresh stuff. You can go get it. There's other restaurants that are open. But who knows how it's going to shake down now, CB? Who knows? Well, and so I know that I've heard some people say, hey, don't go out. Don't get carry out. Don't just stay at home. Well, now you're killing your business owners who are dependent on those carryouts. So what do you do, man? Like, you know, a friend of mine said that, you know, she, and she has a pie company, and she, and she had texted me, and she was like, you know, people are still going through the Starbucks line. Like, that's not essential. Right. Like, you know, cars lined up for stuff. I get it. It's, that's a creature comfort. But yeah. they, they don't need to be open. It's okay. You know what? If that makes people happy, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm for whatever makes you happy. Gas is at an all-time low right now. I mean, we're talking about 1980, 1990s <laughs> prices. I mean, my wife filled up for a buck thirty-seven yeah, at Costco no the other go. day. Costco is still uh, the wild, like, wild west. A, that's such a hatch job. Like gas prices are. You know what? Where's gas prices when you need them? I know. When you need them low. Now it's like you're gonna have gas prices right. low, and no we got going no anywhere. place to go. Exactly. But I've seen people uh, bring their uh, like their big gas cans for the boat. Yeah. They're filling up. And St. Clair Shores, we're like the boating capital of, right. of the Midwest. Getting a, getting we're, a, a we're, early we got the on. nautical mile <laughs> in St. Clair Shores. We have the most boats per capita in the USA yeah. right in my hometown. So I see people going to Kroger Gas with those big old things and filling them up, and they're paying a quarter of what they would normally pay. So at least they have that. And we're going to have Adam Kaplan, NFL insider, joining us here in just a couple of minutes. And we've been talking about uh, the NFL, trying to keep it as light as we can. But yeah. how about uh, – Rudy, Rudy Gobert, uh, he was the first guy to test positive as an athlete a couple of weeks ago. You know what he says now? He has no taste or smell. And no sense of smell, no sense of taste. And that is one of the uh, yeah. that's side what, effects. It's one of the side effects of, of the coronavirus. It might come back. I hope it does. It might come I back. I mean, that's supposedly something that's out there that, that could be not a good thing. I mean, how would you feel if you didn't have any... Uh, Oh, I'm a foodie, bro. That would that would that kill, kill me, you. Man. I mean, kill me. maybe I'd lose weight then. That'd be I mean, one one way to lose I, weight. I, I don't even want to think about that, man. I, I don't love either. food. I know. I mean, I'm a legit. My my sense of taste might be my best sense. <laughs> so I mean, I'm serious, man. They I say know. Your senses are like they they have an order to them. There's so much going on. How my about wife I'll... will tell you I can't hear for shit. Well, you know what? That's that's <laughs> every time. That's every time. Let's bring in our guest. We appreciate him coming on. Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider. You can catch him on Twitter. One of the best out there at Kaplan NFL. He joins us. What's up, Adam? How are you? Good to talk to you guys. Hey, thanks for coming on. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black in the house. Hey, we saw a signing just a couple of minutes ago, and I think it's a steal for Ron Rivera and the Redskins. They get Kyle Allen for a fifth-round pick from the Panthers. I love this kid. Yeah, he did a nice job. It was a really nice story. You know, he got thrown in there when, when Cam Newton got hurt. He did a good job. Um, he's a developmental quarterback, but his upside really is a backup. He looks like that's what he is. That's the way the league sees him. You know, the, 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 the Redskins, by the way, they've not ruled out drafting a quarterback early. No. They would have if they could, but right now we can't have the visits. They were going to have the top four quarterbacks in for pre-draft visits. So, yeah, that, that's another quarterback that's on the move. Interesting. Adam, let me ask you then, because it, it, so it's interesting, interesting with Chase Young and in that people have said 
heard two different schools of thought that people were not impressed with the way he played in the college football, but really his last three games. Well, he was getting double so and Mich- triple. Michigan, Wisconsin, and then obviously Clemson. And then there were some people that, that looked at him and they said that you can tell that he wasn't going at the same speed, that almost he kind of went into protect my stock mode, didn't want to get hurt, kind of played that way. What if what have you heard and how do you think the Redskins really view him? Ron Rivera is a defensive guy. I mean, this is a this is a man who got who got hardware because of defense. Where do you where do you think they still view him in the big picture and what have you heard about him? Yeah, I'm expecting Chase Young, unless the Redskins trade out of the pick to go number two. He's he's got a ton of ability. His his whole body work is really, really good. There's it's not even close to the second best defensive end. He is the best yeah. Pass rusher available for this draft. He's, He's a tremendous son. football player. Ryan Kerrigan, who was a first-round pick in, in 2011, he's getting up there. Uh, a good football player who turns 32 in August. Uh, you basically be re- would be replacing him, or you would, you would eventually you would be drafting his replacement. You got Montez Sweat on the, on the opposite side there, depending on what kind of front you want to use. Uh, I, I just I don't see else who it could, it could possibly be. Uh, you, you don't fight like, like I was told. He's a once in every ten year player, so that that's the word I've gotten uh, re- pretty consistently from people around the league. And I'd be stunned if if they kept the pick that they didn't take him. Adam Kaplan, our our uh, guest right here on the wrap. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black <laughs> in the house here. Uh, Adam, an NFL insider for a long time. He's also have a podcast, Inside the Birds, with uh, Jeff Mosher, NFL as well. How's that thing going? Good. We know we we pretty much outlined what was going to happen with the Lions. I've got pretty good Lions sources, so I put yes. a lot of information out. <laughs> we want them. It's funny. All of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I must have got on Twitter about 500 people for the Lions signing up. Um, look, the the uh, we outlined the Darius Slay situation. The Eagles were very close to acquiring them last October. Yep. Uh, but I'm told the Eagles actually backed out. It sure sounds like the way that Slay was talking, they just the Eagles and, and Slay could not agree to a deal uh, last last year, but. They got their man, the guy they really wanted was Byron Jones. Uh, Slay was 1A. They got him. Uh, you know, the Lions, look, the Lions have kind of kind of did what I thought they would do. They'd shake it up a little bit, uh, certainly at right tackle, uh, with Big V, Vitae, who came from Philly, and Danny Shelton, uh, who the Patriots told me that uh, they had some interest to bring, bring him back. Uh, Jamie Collins comes in, Trufant, Deron Harmon. Again, it's, uh, it's Patriots Midwest. Yeah. No kidding. You don't have to. You don't have to dig it into us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't. I mean, do these guys? What? What are they? What are they looking at? Mrs. Ford tells them, "Look, we got to be competitive in December." She didn't give a win or, or die edict, but she kind of said, "We got to be uh, competitive." So, what is competitive? Eight wins. It means meaningful games. Is that is really what she said? Yeah. Um, so to do that, you're probably not going to go and free agency with a bunch of young guys because you need guys who've done it before. Well, Collins and Shelton, who's gotten better the last couple of years. Uh, Desmond Trufant, the only concern there is, of course, he was cut by the Falcons. Look at a 30-year-old player, Jerron Harmon, who's been very good for the Patriots. They just were not going to sign him to an extension. Right. I know that the Lions love Tracy Walker, who's in a, who, who now enters his third year. Uh, you know, Coleman's an outstanding slot corner, but they need they, – now, they, they really do need to draft a corner early, but the Penn State kid who started two games last year, the fifth rounder, they think it's going to be very competitive for a starting spot opposite Trufant, so keep an eye on him. Where are you hearing the draft's going to be held? Will it be back in New York, and what do you think the Lions do at number three? Yeah, we have no idea where it's going to be yet. Yeah. Um, we know it won't be in Vegas. Right. No fans will be there. It's going to be studio style. So we, You would think it's going to be somewhere like New York, but the problem is, folks, New York now is the hotbed, unfortunately, yeah. of the coronavirus, so I don't know if it's going to be there. Um, 
you know, when you look at the Lions situation, clearly their defense is a big problem. Now, offensively, they won't have trouble scoring. They've got to go with defense. Uh, they need pass rushers. They need someone opposite Trey Flowers. Aquara cannot be a starting defensive end. He's a decent third. Uh, they need a corner in the worst way. A corner and DN, to me, are where you've got to look at. Uh, and we're a little bit early here to see what the value is there. But quite frankly, uh, I-, I talked to teams who played the Lions last season. A couple of them told me sometimes on tape that defense was not competitive. Right. I mean, they won three games last year, but they were in a lot of games early, and that Green Bay Monday night game kind of broke them after that one, after they stole that game away. Hey, Adam, so, you know, looking at Matt Patricia at 9-22-1, I, I think there's schools of thought that say, hey, look, it, it is not uncommon for great coaches in this league, if you look at through the annals of NFL history, that guys, hey, look, guys struggle on their first gig. Some guys struggle on their second gig. Um, there are great coaches in this in this league that have worn you know multiple uniforms. The thing that I look at is it was seen to me that great coaches always eventually get their quarterback. They get their leader. Belichick was able to do it. You know, Shanahan kind of. I mean, Elway was already there, but it, it seems like eventually great coaches gotta have. They gotta have that guy under center. That being said. Does it make some sense that maybe the Lions, that, that Matt Patricia needs to do that? And I get wanting to build the defense, but if Tua is sitting there at three, isn't there something to be said for a guy saying, listen, I like Stafford, but I inherited him. I got to go get my guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't see Tua. That would, that would stun me if he goes three. I, I, I don't. Quite frankly, they're guys that they love the player. Don't love the arm strength. He's not real big physically, obviously, and he's had a pretty significant injury history. Uh, he, he may go inside the top ten, but the, 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 two is not going to three. That I could tell you. I, I could I could lock that in. He's <laughs> not going to three. Now, if you want to look at Stafford down the line, if you're looking at a, maybe a third round pick, get a developmental quarterback. You know, Blau did a good job getting thrown in that first game of Thanksgiving, but after that, he kind of faded. I, I don't have a problem with him drafting a quarterback at some point, but. When you're trying to make at least be respectable, you you got to do something on defense. Their defense at times was a joke, despite the, the, who the head coach is. The offense is going to be fine. You, now you get Stafford back. Galladay's a stud. Marvin Jones is a very good football player. Amendola's back. They, they need a little bit of depth there. Uh, their offensive line they feel good about. Talking to them last week about it. And by the way, let's not forget Hawkinson got hurt last season. Sure. Getting him back is really going to be huge. They've got to draft defense, defense, and defense. So this. The, this defense has a lack of talent, and it's obvious, and it showed last season. So is Akuda a bad pick at number three? No, it's funny when I when I when I a couple when I put a couple scoops out for the Lions last week. Everyone's saying it's got to be Akuda, got to be Akuda with the after the trade with Philly, right? Um, that that to me would be the guy you would eye. Now I, I we're again we're we're ways you know we're we're four or five weeks away from the draft, so I don't have the draft. I don't see the top ten yet. I. I know kind of what the first two are going to be. I think the, the player you mentioned would make sense at three, but I don't have a grading on all the corners. I have a pretty good idea of the receiver group. Quarterback and receiver, I feel pretty confident in where that's sure. going. But uh, as far as corner, no, I'm, I'm not there yet. This draft is loaded, man. I mean, talk about all the quarterbacks they have. Talk about the wide receivers. And then you have the Lions, who've had a history of taking these kind yeah. of players, and yet they probably won't. What are the odds of them trading back and, and really shaking things up? Maybe with the, with the Dolphins. They have three picks in the first round. Well, you have to ask yourself if you're the Lions. At three, are you getting an impact player or a position of need? If you are, you're not trading the pick. 
and plus they're such a bad football team. Yeah. Look, the last two seasons have been an absolute disaster. One thing about one thing about Patricia I do want to mention, which is something interesting. So I, when I've talked to uh, Joe Banner, the former Brown CEO and Eagles president, he said one thing when I talked to him about coach development. He said, year one, it's not a big deal if it's a bad year, because I need to see something in year two. You need to see improvement. No matter what Patricia says, the team did not improve. No. And that's, that's troubling to me. So if they are not playing meaningful games in December, we kind of know where this is headed. It's just I can't put my foot on it other than uh, some of the way we know about the Slay stuff. It's all come out now, why, why he had to be moved right. from a line standpoint. But this team should be better. And this is a guy from the, from the defensive side of the football. For them to be not competitive on defense like they should be, that, that's very, very troubling. Adam Kaplan joining us now. Adam, can you hold through a quick break with us? Yes. Awesome. Adam Kaplan joining us on the other side of this. I want to ask him about uh, who's the winners and losers so far in free agency. And there's more stuff on the lines. This guy is loaded with info. <laughs> Keep it right here on The Wrap. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, Black, right after this. Check out the newest member of Jim Reels' family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Start Something New Sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $145 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2020 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim Hey, we're Joe and Sarah. From Pop That Culture. Uh-huh. Yes, it is a show where we talk about uh, pop culture. Only the freshest pop culture. Uh-huh. Really? Well, I mean, it might be a couple days old. I don't know. Save a couple dollars. Yeah, you can watch us at noon, and then if you watch us at another time, then that's not so fresh. And we're back on The Wrap. Tom Mazoy, Clarence Black, Adam Kaplan joining us, NFL Insider. And uh, make sure you check him out. He's got lots of stuff to offer you. He always has. And uh, he always will. I want to know who your top guys are. So top teams so far, Adam, that have made the best grade so far in free agency and the teams that you don't think did so well. Uh, the Cardinals, obviously, with the trade, I, I still Amazing. cannot believe that the lack of compensation <laughs> that the, the Texans get, got to give up arguably the NFL's best receiver in, in DeAndre Hopkins, that the Cardinals made out well. Not only that, did they make out well getting him, the fact that they were able to dump David Johnson's salary, $10.2 million, on the Texans, and Johnson's not going to take a dime less. It's just pathetic. <laughs> I don't understand. I just can't understand it. Me neither. Um, Unreal. I, I thought there are plenty of teams that did well. Uh, when you look at it, I thought Philly did well getting uh, Darius Slay. For, they didn't give up a second-round pick. I, nope. I know the Lions wanted a second, but they got a three and a five back. I thought the Lions did, have done okay. I, they have upgraded, they think, at right tackle with, with Big V. Uh, but losing Slay is problematic. So I think they did average, you know, on paper. This is just on paper. Sure. Uh, the Raiders did a bunch of one-year deals, um, but the big one, they their linebacker core was perhaps the NFL's worst last season. They added two guys for big money, Littleton and Kwiatkowski from uh, the Bears. Uh, I know talking to that, and Malik Jackson, at D-tackle, Malik Collins at D-tackle. I know talking to them, they're really excited about their linebacker core. So those are just some of the teams I thought improved. Then, you know, it's just so early about what teams didn't do well. Um but I would have to give just that Texan trade for not getting good value yep. for Hopkins. To me, that's the one thumbs down, clearly. How about the Bears? But they did okay. I thought, that, look, they, the Robert Quinn deal was incredible. Now, I'm told there were two or three teams that were offering big money. 
Uh, so I get it. The Jimmy Graham deal is only one-year deal. Right. Uh, I'm told Nick Foles, who they traded for, will compete against Trubisky. At quarterback, they're not handing him the, the, the job at all. Uh, they got Artie Burns in there, the former first-round pick for Pittsburgh. I thought they did okay. It's kind of one of these wait-and-see. I don't know what Jimmy Graham has left. Right. Uh, but their tight end position, I know talking to them, they were not happy with it last season. Hey, Adam, let's stay with the Bears for a second because, I, I to me, that that's a that's a win-now playoff defense. How did things? How did Teddy Bridgewater not end up the quarterback in Chicago when he knows the division, he can play in cold weather, he's a guy that, if anything, does not make the mistakes, great in the locker room. You know, I, it seems like that would have been – just the great, the great fit for the Bears. How did that not happen? Well, the Bears, the Bears wanted the big reason why they traded for Foles is all three of their coaches that are going to work with the quarterbacks have experience with Nick Foles, and that's they're banking on DeFilippo, who's the quarterbacks coach who coached them in Philly during the Super Bowl run. Uh, Matt Nagy coached him for one year. Bill Lazor had him in Philly for one year, so they're banking on that to play. In the, and by the way, the Bears are going to run more of a spread offense this season. Huh. And they think Foles fits it. You can only really run a spread with Foles for, for him to be successful. That's why they brought Foles in, in a trade. How about Jameis Winston? Where do you see him going? I mean, he's a kid that's 25 years old. I know he's got like a throwing mechanism problem. I mean, he gives the cornerbacks like one extra half second to, to find out where he's throwing Just the ball. Just got his eyes fixed. He did get his eyes Look fixed. Man. But he's this kid's 25 years old, Adam. How is he not signed yet? Well, it's real simple. When T, I'm a big Jameis fan. I've known him since his yeah. rookie year in 15. But if you grade like quarterback coaches and OCs did, excuse me, uh, coaches who, who graded his tape last season, three quarters of his picks were on him. And I know some of the quarterback coaches I trust who graded him for free agency, just they just couldn't get over some of the interceptions. And, and you talk about he's gifted, he's big, he's smart. By the way, almost savant-like in his ability to read and to understand what he's looking at on tape. But something happens during the games. We don't know if he has anxiety or what, but he just can't stop throwing picks. And, and, and quite frankly, people are not going to put up with it. I can't. I mean, if I'm Bill Belichick, I mean, Bill Belichick, I would think, look who they're signing. They're bringing Brian Hoyer. Yeah, not, that's, that, Bill's not putting up with that. That's just not. He's not going <laughs> to put up with the interceptions. That, that would be a, a major upset if uh, – okay. If they did how about that. Jack? How about Jacksonville? They have well, Gardner well, Minshew. Right. Hold on, Gardner Minshew. They love Minshew. No, Minshew's starting this season. They they're looking for a veteran backup. I I don't. I like that fit though for for yeah. for uh, Jameis there. And I, you know, obviously, only three hour drive. I've been there drive many times for Jaguars to Bucks camp. Uh, that one would make some sense to me, but they are not on him right now. But what is he, Adam? What so what five? Was he five years in? And on his uh, yeah, he was drafted number one overall in twenty fifteen. So, so he should be about twenty six. All right, so. But I mean, what three coaches in what five years? So has yeah, he been look, properly but, but developed? Again, has he been properly but, developed? Yeah, but again, you can't make excuses for some of these throws. It just—it's it, you watch it, and you go. The worst one, the worst one. I've, one of the worst games I've ever seen one. by a quarterback was the game in London against the Panthers. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could just see it happening. You yes. could almost feel it. Like the, his best game as a professional this past season against the Rams, he's incredible. Opening drive or second drive throws a pick. But then, then he was just brilliant. Game against the Lions. Yes. Incredible playing with a broken thumb. We remember. By the way, yeah. through a bad pick. Yes. Coaches aren't going to put up with it. That, that's what NFL people think. Maybe he just wants to complete a pass no matter what the hell it is. He just doesn't want to see the ball. It's, the just, it's really odd. I, I, um, for guys as smart as he is as a football player, I don't quite understand it, but uh, the league is clearly telling them that, they, that what he is as a quarterback, he's a backup. That's the way it is. And how about Cam? 
Oh, he's. I don't. I. I he's going to wind up being released. I don't see. I, I would be stunned if he finds a market. Really stunned. So is he done? No, I mean, he can play. He just needs to get healthy. Man, oh, it's unbelievable. So Cam Newton. Cam Newton will be. Will Cam Newton be an opening day starter? No, no, I don't see it. Not this year. Adam Kaplan joining us here, NFL Insider. One more thing before you go, just on our Lions, and uh, talk us off the ledge here. I mean, we've got we've got Jim Caldwell who took the nine and seven back to back playoff one of those years, and if they had the playoffs like they're going to do coming up, we would have been in the playoffs twice. So you have him; he's not good enough. Bob Quinn comes in and says nine and seven is not good enough. He brings his guy in, Matt Patricia. They bring all their people in. There's seven expatriates on this team. But do you do you notice what we notice? When the guys leave the Patriots, they cease becoming that kind of player. What what are we expecting here in Detroit? Yeah, because they run a, a specific system uh, it, it, with New England, it's particularly on defense. Um, but Collins came off of a really good season. By the way, Trey Flowers was very good last season. That was, was. actually a, was. a former Patriot who did pretty well. He was. But you know, overall, when you look at it, particularly in the secondary. Where are your playmakers now? They love Tracy Walker, and I, I, you know, I've heard great things about him. And the kid from Penn State, uh, Amani, I can't pronounce his last name. The fifth rounder's got, got good size to start two games they like, but they need playmakers. I mean, that that's you know, look, remember, remember now, uh, Matt Patricia inherited Jared Davis. He was drafted for a different scheme, yeah. So at linebacker, so they've they've just got to take this thing. You know, to advise the kid, they want to play a lot. They've got to take this thing to the next level. I, I'll say this about Patricia: he's a smart guy. He's going to have to understand that he's got to reach players a certain way. There's no excuse why this team can't be eight and eight this season. If as long as they're if they're eight and eight or nine and seven, he's coming back. But if they're if they're five and eleven, folks, I mean, we kind of know where this is going. Adam, thanks so much, man. I hope we could uh, tap you before the uh, draft hits. We appreciate you. All right, guys, thanks. All right, Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider, Clarence, uh, some good stuff. Take a mind off of the coronavirus for a couple of minutes. Do. Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Nick Foles. Dang, going eight and eight. Yeah, and not only that, when the seventeen games hits, oh. eight and eight's done now. Eight and eight's done. Eight and seven. What are we going to be now? Eight, eight and nine. nine. That's going to be our new over under. Thanks to Stephen, David, and Chris uh. behind the glass. Thank you to everybody for listening. It's Tom Asaway, Clarence Black. Stay tuned here on NRM Streamcast. Hashtag A19. Our campaign continues right after this.